the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So, girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. What's up, y'all? What's up? We are back. You know, I texted my best friend before I recorded this episode, and I told her, I said, Sierra, I'm about to record one of the best podcast episodes I think Jesus and Joe has ever been a part of. This message, this whole word influencer just means so much to me, and I think it's just I wish somebody told me this a lot sooner, and I wish somebody was like sat me down and said this message and spoke this over me because it's something that has to be said but the world you know if this is what the world the the devil make us believe a lie in believing of like who we are and what we are and all these things so he'll take a word and it's meant for something good but then he changes it up and so we're talking about that word influencer today whoop whoop so before we jump into that let's talk about you know let's talk about what's going on let's talk about it um, as y'all know, I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, if you haven't, shameless plug, go ahead and follow me on there. I kind of wrote down a couple things that were going on in the life of Joe because y'all get me. We are we are each other's soul sisters in this. And what I go through, I want to share with you because we won't hide anything. So first and foremost, I went to an awesome conference. I got invited as a little content creator, and this was kind of like my first little thing of like, hey, we see you. We want you to come. I was like, shut up, really? So I got invited to go to the Jay Walker's conference here in Orlando, um, hosted by some people you may know on TikTok, the Shinaki family. And it was honestly so good. I learned so much. And just to sum it up, I think the Granger Smith, he is like this awesome like country singer, but he has a word, y'all. He has a word. So my fellas out there, if you like to listen to some really strong Christian men, highly suggest that. And then also, y'all, I realized Jenny Allen is my hero. Oh, my word. She has such a gift, guys. And I have been telling everybody about it. Like, I tell all my friends. I'm like, y'all, Jenny Allen, let's talk about her for a second. Like, she's the one that has led amazing just revivals. You know, like, she did the one um, in Auburn and did all those baptisms that just made, like, literally every, just, I just think of that. And then I was like, how did 6,000 people on Auburn's campus like come together then all of a sudden Jenny's like hey we're gonna do some baptisms and then all these individuals started giving their life to Jesus and I'm like this is radiant this is something I want to be part of this is what I want to do I want to be Jenny Allen so bad but here's the thing Jenny has a gift y'all like just a way to explain the gospel in a way that's not something where you need to have it but you want to have it you just want Jesus. You just want him. So it was amazing. So glad I got to be there. I got to meet somebody who was a fan and I almost cried. I was like, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. So me, if you're listening, hi, sister. So good. It was so nice to meet you. The second thing, let's talk about the season of life George is in because what you see is, you know, just like, honestly, like on social media, on TikTok, y'all see a lot of who I am and the messages that I speak are usually messages that God is teaching me. And I'm like, this is so stinking good. I just know that God has to teach somebody else this. Like, this is just so radiant. So I have to say it. But right now in the season of life that I'm in, 
I am a season of making new friends. Um, my sister, she asked me a couple weeks ago and she was asking um, for some advice. She's a senior in college and she's also a senior in her sorority. And so a lot of my senior girlies out there can understand that, you know, when you get into like your senior year, you're kind of like, mm, I'm ready to check out. I'm done. I'm out of here. Blah, blah, blah. But she asked me, she's like, how did you get through this year? Because, you know, there's a lot of things that she has on her plate now. And she's like, you know, a pie is something so important to me still. But like, how can I like make sure to be involved as much as I can? And one of like the first piece of advice that I gave her is I said that you have a house so that you can open your doors. And I was like, this is so deep and I can't wait to hear it. But um, I'm in that season of my doors being open and it is such a sweet season, guys. So your house was made for people to come into and to feel at home. And so me and my two best friends have actually started a life group and we have had like 13 really amazing young women come into our home and we're uh, just being able to disciple them and teach them about God's word. And it's just been so cool just seeing God's hand at work and just seeing so many little answered prayers just happen right before our eyes. It's There's nothing like it. So that's your piece of advice today. Open your doors, invite someone in, make them a meal, make them feel loved because that's a whole reason why we got a house. And last but not least, I'm also in a season of reminding myself who I am in Christ and remembering who God is. And what does that mean? I'll tell you. I'll tell you because I've been learning. Um, you know, like those moods when you are just like, you want to start gravitating towards doubt. And it's it's easier to say what you see in front of you instead of believing in faith. Um, it's easier to find your identity and what makes you you instead of what God tells you who you are. And that was me last week, but we have revived, we are ready, we have reflected. And guys, that's why this message is so important. It is so good. And if you know me, you know Georgia Gust. This is her. She is here. But Georgia is someone who loves to talk about your purpose because, y'all, I believe so much in you. I believe that you can change the world. There's so much potential in you. And I don't ever want the world to ever get to you and for you for them to feed you this lie that you can't be something because you don't fit their criteria. What I'm about to share with you today is a message I know will resonate with a lot of us because we are all on social media. We all see the likes, we see the followers, we see the comments, we see everything because everything is so attainable. Everything is so visible now. And when you see these numbers, you automatically think success. I'm going to say three words, three words, and it is a characteristic. It is a word that makes you, you. And when I say this word, 80% of you, I was trying to do some math in my head, but like 80% of you guys are going to think, mm -mm, I'm not that. Those are the girlies that get 100 plus PR packages from Morphe and L'Oreal and all these things, and they tell us to purchase the Hourglass Concealer. Um, and then 20% of you are actually going to think of what the definition of this word really means. This, this little phrase I'm about to say is, you're an influencer. Now you may be thinking, Georgia, that is not me, girl. You are so wrong. And you completely knock yourself down because you automatically go to your numbers. 
you automatically think of the engagement. You automatically think, ain't nobody filling up my inbox saying, hey, we'd love for you to be sponsored, blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, is that (laughs) this word influencer, it's gotten messed up. It has got messed up. Up. The world has made this word influencer into something that something it, it's like not its original definition anymore. You know, the world like it defines influencers as somebody who has large following, who is able to work really well with social media, who wears a cute clothes, who gets sponsored, who gets PR packages, all these kinds of things, and they get noticed. In a way, they're kind of famous. But what is influencer? What is it? I just took a look to see what does the definition influencer mean? And there's two definitions. One of them, which is the original one, it's a person or a thing that influences another. But then there's a marketing definition. And it says a person with the ability to influence potential buyers of a product or service by promoting or recommending the items on social media. Wow. And the thing is, is that I think that this world is growing and I think that there's a lot more opportunities for jobs because of this, um, this title. But when I say you are an influencer, it's not because of the products you are selling, but it's about the creator who created you. You are promoting him. You are the one that's living your life for him. That's the whole reason why there's a word called influencer. You were born with it. You see, it's not based on the number of followers. It's not measured in love, shares, or comments. And it's not verified or sealed by a blue check mark. See, you were made an influencer in the original way. And it was your whole purpose of coming down to earth to come and to be that for Jesus. You know what's so sweet about what makes you, you, and the time that you had with Jesus, or the time that you had with God before you came to earth? You see, God made you in a secret place. It talks about it in Psalms 139, but it talks about how God created you in the secret place, knit you together in your mother's womb. But that secret place, you think, you go, where was that place? Well, girl, I, I, I would, I love that we're both thinking that, but here's, here's something we're never going to know because uh, the only place that, the only person who knows where that secret place was is, uh, it's, it's God. That's the only place. So in that secret place, it was just you and him. You and him. And can you just imagine, like it brings tears to my eyes thinking about how sweet God just like held you and you had that sweet time with him before he even introduced you to the world. He was so proud of the masterpiece he created. He was so proud and so excited to see the the change that you were going to make in this world. And he put you on this earth at the exact time and the appointed time that you were supposed to be here because he knew that's when you would make the most influence. So if you don't believe me that you are an influencer, I want to share with you the potential that you have and what's in you that you may just not know yet. I'm so honored I get to share this with you today. Because girl, like it is, it's something, yes, that will hype you up, but it's something that you need to know. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is this. This is the first truth. You are equipped. You are equipped. In Hebrews 13, 20 through 21, it says, Now the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, he equipped you with every good thing to do his will working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ and to him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. 
those he have called, those he has called, he's also equipped. You're the complete package. You have everything you need, everything you need to do every good thing for his will. You might be thinking, Georgia, what are the things that I have? Tell me, what is it that God has equipped me with? Girl, I'm so glad you asked. The gifts that you have. Your gift of making someone feel loved, welcome with just being in the room. The gift of your abilities, whether it's sports, speaking, singing, dancing, anything that makes you, you. Those are all gifts that God is using you to be in when you're in front of that audience, because you're right there on the spotlight, girl, right there. And the way that you act on stage is something that is represented in what you do on the backstage. Everything and and all the ways and all the areas that God has created you, that's how he's also equipped you. So what he has called for your life, what he has purposed for you, you don't have to sit here and wonder, hmm, how is that going to happen? Because you already have all of it. You have every single thing you need for God to do the will through you. Every single thing. When I was a, when I was a senior in college, God told me, he was like, Georgia, I want you to write a book. I want you to write a devotional. And I'm like, God, there's no way I am writing a devotional. Are you kidding me? Like, I don't have an English degree. I don't have the ability to write words on a page. I don't even know how to do that. I don't know how to do this, blah, blah, blah. Do you see what I was doing there? I was already disqualifying myself before even taking a look into, wow, maybe I could actually do this. Being an author was never on my agenda. But the thing was, is that I did not have any other criteria. When I told people I was writing a book, they were like, Georgia, what? Like, you don't, you you don't write. You don't do this. See, to the world, it looked crazy. But I had full confidence that the God that sees me, the God that calls me, he's the one that equips me with everything that I need to do to do his will. So yes, the book did come out. Actually, two books have come out and a third one's on the way. That is a self-promo. Be on the lookout. But I'm just saying that like I am living proof that I was that person that used to believe those lies. I would automatically disqualify myself. Even when it comes to like friendships or relationships to be like, oh, like she wouldn't want to be friends with someone like me. Oh, he wouldn't want to date someone like me. Like, girl, stop disqualifying yourselves. Like you have everything. You're the complete package. The complete package. So that's the first truth. You are equipped. The second one. The second truth is so true. You were chosen. First Peter 2, 9. But you were a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession. So that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Girl, that's what makes you you. Did you hear that? You were chosen. You are royal. You are a holy. You are a people. You are a person for God's own possession, his special treasure. That is something that I just pray that those words just resonate with you. I know each and every single one of us have always wanted to feel like they were chosen first. I know that in gym class, you know, like whenever they all put you up in a line, they pick two people. They're like, all right, pick your teens. And they go, okay, usually the first person has the best qualities. You know, they can throw further. 
they can hit the ball further. I don't, I don't know. Being in gym class was a long time ago, but those people were so seen, you know, and everybody wanted them on their team. So they go, I want him. And so he comes up and they're on their team. And so because he had the best qualities and all the abilities and that team would usually win, right? What if I told you that God, right? He has a line too. There's a big line. Seven billion people wide. You know, like there are seven billion people in this line that he can choose from. And uh, God is thinking, he's like, I have this task in my head. And this task is something where the girl is going to have to have some really great skills. Whether she she has to be a soccer player. she had, like Let's just take this for example. I want you to think of the sport that you play or the gift that you have. Whether it's singer, singing, dancing, writing, um, being a friend with someone fast. That's a gift. Um, you know, just being someone that can bring a light. I don't know. But everyone has a gift. So I want you to think of your gift. And God is looking at this big line of 7 billion people and he has this gift in mind. This specific person has to have a gift like this. They have to do it in the way that I've created them to. And I know that they're going to have the faith and obedience to do it. As he looks through the line, he knows that he's gifted a couple people with this gift, but there's only one person that can bring this task out. And it's you. You were chosen. You were his first pick. You're always going to be his first pick. And the thing is, is that a lot of us will strive to be that first pick. They'll do anything they can. They will say, God, I will I will read my Bible 40,000 times. I want to be your first pick. I want to be your first pick. There's nothing you can do to be his first pick because you were already born his first pick. You were just chosen because he loves you. Here, you're chosen because you're his. How special is that? You don't have to perform for him. You don't need to perform. You don't got to show him the stats. You don't got to show him nothing. He wants you. The third truth is you are sent. In Romans 10, 17, it says, and how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? This is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. I like that. I've never heard this verse until I actually looked up um, verses with, I looked up on in Google, honestly. If you guys ever wonder, like, how does Georgia know all these verses? Well, what happens is, like, I learned this in college. It says I would look up, like, verses about being sent. And BibleGateway.com is probably one of, like, the best resources I could ever advise for somebody. But this was one of the verses that popped up. And I'm like, that is so good. Because the first part of it is a question. How will anyone go and tell them without being sent? Someone has to tell a person a direction to go to be somewhere. You know? Like, we go into Google Maps all the time. I do every day. Every day, because I don't know my place, my way around here in Florida. And I go, okay, I need to go to Trader Joe's. And so I put in Trader Joe's, and it's not until I actually press go. It won't tell me the exact way to get there, but as soon as I press it, it shows me the exact direction I need to go. That's the same way. That is the same way that you are. You see, when God puts you on this earth, you were not here just to be another pretty face. I know I know you were beautiful. You were fearfully and wonderfully made, made by our creator. I know you were beautiful. But you got a lot more potential than just being another pretty face. 
You are someone who was sent. The school that you were at, the workplace that you work in, whether it's the grocery store you go to, the church you go to, the friend group you were in, just name it all. Name it all. Name all the places that you've ever been to today. God, there's no coincidences. I don't believe in coincidences. My friend and I were just talking about that. We just think that everything is ordained by God. And I'm a true believer in that. There's a reason why you got up this morning. There's a reason why you got to work a couple minutes late. There's a reason why you have a message on your heart. There's a reason why there's a huge dream inside of you that's larger than life and bigger than you. There's a reason why you were at the school you were at. There's a reason why you work in this place. There's a reason because you were sent. You're not just sent to fulfill the task, but you were there to be his hands and his feet and to be the light that is something that is just captivating and inviting. The second part talks about how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring the good news. Girl, that means that your feet are beautiful because you have the good news in you. When you were being designed by our heavenly father, he put this in your blood. You radiate his light because you have the good news in you. When people look at you, they see Jesus. They want what you have. They're hungry for it. That's why people love to be around your presence. And the fourth one is the biggest takeaway that I want you to take today. The fourth truth is you were influenced to be an influencer. Romans 8, 29, for those whom we, he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. For God knew his people in advance and he chose them to be like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Now, this verse talks a lot about you. For those he predestined, that means before he, you were even destined to be here. He knew you before you were that. He knew you way before you were actually destined. Before you were supposed to have your hands and feet on this place, he already knew that. He already knew you. And it's hard for us to wrap our heads around that. But it makes complete sense because it's God. He would only know that. And then it talks about how we were supposed to be conformed to the image of his son. We were supposed to be like Jesus, like Jesus. And then the third part talks about how, because the son came to earth and how he influenced us, we were meant to influence others. That's how the whole part of the, we like his son was the first born among many brothers and sisters because we're trying to make more brothers and sisters in Christ. It's an aha moment. I know a lot of y'all just went, oh, okay, okay. And that's the thing, guys. That is the thing. It's so cool. Because you were already born with this purpose. God already called you to be an influencer. And it's not something where we have to go and ask Ulta to give us some prizes to confirm that. It's not something where we have to strive to be this person or something on social media to be captivating and engaging in all these things. The title influencer was already given to you. 
you were here for so much more. You're not just here to be a friend, but to be a friend like Jesus. You're not here just to be that pretty face, but to show the marvelous masterpieces our God can make. You're not here to be conformed, but to change. You're not here to be influenced, but to be the influencer by the actual influence. This world is going to try to tell you time and time and time again that you don't meet the criteria, that you don't meet the standard. But can I tell you a secret? Just, just a little secret. You were never meant to be the standard. You were called for something so much higher. So much higher than this. I wanted this message not to just remind you of who you are, but just to be also observant. Because a real influencer in your life, the only influencer in your life, should be Jesus. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's a, I follow influencers on social media, and there's amazing people out there. And they can be vital sources of wisdom and advice. Like, I can think of a couple on the top of my head. I'm like, this person teaches me something every single day. But, but, don't let everything you learn just come from their mouths alone. If you want real advice, real wisdom, a real way of knowing what your purpose is to inspire you, dreams coming true, all of these things, it's all found in Jesus. All things are found in him. I know this message was a little short today, but there is a reason for that. Because I really want you to actually take time after this podcast episode, and I want you to think. I want you to pray. I want you to pray about where God wants you to be that influence, that area that you're in right now, that season of life that you're at. Like, I mean, there is a reason why you were there because you are, you are equipped, you are chosen, you are sent, you are influenced by the influencer. God has so much potential for you. You have more potential than you can ever imagine. Because the God that can do extremely and abundantly more, all that you could ever ask or imagine is the one that's living in you. And he wants to do some amazing things through you. But instead of doubting what God has put in you, allow him to show you what it is. Be in a position, be with an open heart and say, God, use me in the way that you want. And he'll show you how he's going to use you because you are going to do some amazing things. So let's pray this out because that's what we do here on the Jesus and Joe podcast. And then I really just want you to just have some time with God, the influencer. And I want you to just say, God, influence me in a way to be an influence for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you just so much for this listener. Lord, I, I just thank I just thank you every single day for her. Father, I am a big cheerleader in this message. I'm a big cheerleader in her life. I'm a big cheerleader in just who you are and who you've created her to be. Lord, I ask that, you know, this world is just something that can tell us a lot of things and we believe them. But Lord, I pray that you just protect us from, um, that you just protect us from the world. God, let our source of wisdom and our advice and just to be tuned in to what you say and what you say alone. God, show her what you have in store for her. Allow her to just be open. Lord, just let her be standing in front of you right now and say, Lord, here I am, send me. Lord, the place that she's at, the place where she is, the friends she surrounds herself with, everything that makes her life what it is right now, God, I pray that she is able to shine your light and to bring you glory wherever you're at. 
I'm so proud of her. I'm so excited to see where she is going. God will just always remind her that you were right there by her. You are the ultimate influencer. And we are so grateful for you, Jesus, because it's because it's because of you we are who we are today. It's your name that I pray. Amen. You are so loved by me, and don't you ever forget it. I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll see you next time.